0: The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreoncom curtjmac to keep this series commercial-free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode six hundred forty-five. Coming at you on Sunday. Let's call it Sunday, June 25th, 2017. Wolfie agrees with that date. Kind of a busy, busy weekend for uh, videos. A busy weekend indeed. We've got dueling, dueling uh, live stream VODs going up between Max Payne and uh, Rhyme as well as the start of the next Formula 1 season. This time with Cone Dodger, Vintage Beef, and Slipgator. qualifying on Saturday. The race on Sunday. Actually, probably already up on the channel. So don't go telling me that I'm not uploading YouTube videos. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, we're, uh, we're putting this video out on Sunday, being recorded late Friday late Friday. Boy, howdy, is it warm in here as well. I mean, it's only like 70 degrees outside, but with a distinct lack of air conditioning and other such modern necessities found in Seattle, uh, it gets a little bit warm in the office up here, so I'm I'm deciding instead of streaming with bright lights and heat emitting other situations, encoders, decoders, uploaders, We're recording a Far Lands of Bust episode, and we have our own little mission here now, don't we? Remember the last episode? <gasps> I pressed F3! Oh. I pressed F3 because we're trying to find some pi. The number pi, 314159265359, 5, and we're currently at 313. We need to get to 3145, is what we need to get to on the Z-axis there, to find that pi number. You know what? Look at the X number. Which way would I have to go to get uh, a pi on the X? The double, a double pi. I would need to go that way, north. Yeah, north. We might, we'll, we'll, we'll chop off a little bit of that thirty-one thousand. Let's go north a bit from here, actually, Wolfie. Um, yeah, let's go north a bit. It would be really interesting to find the double pi coordinate. Perhaps there's treasure. At the double pi coordinates. So, what do we got to go 315? So, we got to go 300 blocks, 200 blocks, uh, 314. So, yeah, 300 blocks this way. Let's just take a wild estimation as to what 300 blocks is, and then we'll turn left and continue west to those far lands here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. I there were so many numbers going through my head right there between pi and the beta version number, I, I almost got lost. Almost got lost. Just keep going west. That's the the best solution. But yeah, certainly been doing a bunch of live streaming. Speaking of double, speaking of double things, double pie. We've been playing sometimes, not as regularly, but sometimes Minecraft Bingo. And since I'm mostly terrible at Minecraft Bingo, we end up going for double Bingo. <laughs> so now double Bingo is a thing, and now double pie hopefully will be a thing if we can find the double pie line. The pylon, the pylon, the double pylon, pylon, pile off, pylon, cone, pylon, other such road-hazard warning systems, I suppose. Um, I That's right, I did need some wood as well, I remember from the last episode, so let's, we're so concerned about finding pie and pumpkins and whether or not we can craft pie. We can't. We, we discovered that yesterday, we, we, our last episode. We can't can't craft pie because it doesn't exist in this video game. You must be thinking of a different video game that has craftable pumpkin pie. Oh. Certainly not this one, but we're still collecting pumpkins. We'll probably get rid of the sugar I guess. We'll see. Indeed, indeed. So I do appreciate. I was a little, honestly, I was a little bit trepid- Trapa trilobitis, Uh, A little bit worried about uh, the reception for that premature F three presage, but everybody seems as interested in finding pi as me. Ooh, we did find this though. Look at this place. So that's good. That's a relief. And and honestly, it do, it it doesn't matter right now because normally we hold off the F three presage. As a, a, a reward for reaching a charity milestone goal, but since we're not doing the charity thing right this moment, we will be. Don't worry, we will be very soon. But since we're not doing it right now, it doesn't it doesn't really matter so much. We can we can press three. We can press F three if we want to. We can leave our friends behind, except Wolfie, because he kind of automatically follows us. We can press. We can press everybody. Look at your pants. Ah, uh, that doesn't rhyme. Woof. Uh, yeah, let's maybe go a little bit further here. I wonder how far we have to go. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. Let's try to find ourselves on on the first pie, the x pi, and then we'll head west. Oh, we're getting close. Oh, we actually passed it up. Hell. Uh, let's go back this way. It's three one four, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, look at us. It was. We got distracted by The Amazing Mountains and, and singing the pie song, or the F3 song, that uh, we completely missed that, that first pie. Uh, let's use a boat and continue on indeed, continuing on indeed. Uh, of course, with uh, the fact that we're not raising a, a, a fundraiser, we're not raising a funds for a charity, uh, I'm not taking questions through a charity. But we do have quite a few left over from the last charity fundraiser for Child's Play charity, that is. And I've got a few here uh, on the old notepad to answer, kind of picking and choosing whichever ones stick to a theme. And, and this this episode's theme is going to be travel, mostly, unless I get through these questions very quick. But it's going to be travel. The first travel question coming at us from Full Metal Knee. Full Metal Knee asks, "Actually, this has nothing to do with travel. I I digressed. I miss. There's two themes. The one theme is travel. The second theme is Chicago winters." Full Metal Knee asks, "If you were a professional athlete, what song or soundbite would you choose to play when you enter the field?" Just bear with me for a second. Full Metal Knee has a second question about Chicago winters. Uh, hmm. As I enter the field or the courts or the the track. How about, you can dance if you want to, <laughs> you can dance, we can dance, everybody look at your pants. That one? Would that work? What was the song that Homer had play when he was a boxer? For Mo? Um Wasn't it like, why can't we be friends? <laughs> why can't we be friends? <laughs> that would be just a funny reference. Um, or perhaps Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Full Metal Knee asked a uh, second question. Any Chicagoland winter pro tips? Uh, we moved here a year and a half ago, but last winter was, as the kids say, weak sauce. Well, you, I don't know how the last last winter was, honestly. I think it was pretty weak as well. Um, I'm not sure, honestly. Having grown up there, I probably don't know what things wouldn't come natural as somebody who's lived there, or, you know, lived there all their lives. Um, I mean, I guess, don't drive when it's snowing. If you don't have to, that would be the best. But generally, I mean, that's not generally, like, I'm very curious and maybe a little terrified. Uh, First of all, of not having an air conditioning during the summer here in Seattle, but also winter, barely ever get any snow here, so they're not at all prepared. So when it does snow, even a light dusting, the entire city, from what I hear, shuts down. But that's mostly due to the fact that they don't have snow plows and salt trucks like are much more abundant in Chicago. Um, so while like four inches or five inches of snow might sound like a lot, generally that's that's Depending on where you live population wise. The the city can uh I'm carrying a bunch of junk here, aren't I? The city can generally take care of that. And it's okay to drive, depending on how fast it's been snowing that amount. Over over six inches if there's a snowstorm coming, you might notice the weather people kind of raising the alarms if it's over six inches. Seven, ten, twelve inches of snow. That, that's the time you want to stay home. I I personally have left work early to make sure I beat the rush hour if there's also snow in the forecast and or in concurrently falling down uh, So you can get you can get stuck and there there was... ooh that's a that's a cheaty death hole, isn't it? There was uh, more than a few situations where a bunch of cars got trapped and Had to be abandoned on Lakeshore Drive. Which was a very interesting post-apocalyptic looking scene. Abandoned buses and cars. Covered in snowdrifts. After a big snow that happened to fall right at rush hour. So yeah, just... I guess be smart, I guess. And if you don't know how to drive in snow, or you're uncomfortable driving in snow, don't! Let's go to sleep! And continue in the morning! And awakeness. Oh, I like, mm, I like kind of choked there for a second and awakeness and speaking of which, speaking of looking at our pants We can Paul if we want to Asks Back in your Chicago days did you ever have to shovel your driveway, or did you have access to a snowblower? When I was young, we had a snowblower, but I couldn't use it. You know, now that you mentioned it, we had, or at least my dad had, dad had a, a snowblower in our garage for the majority of my childhood growing up, and it never once moved. It never once moved from its slumber, despite all the snow that we got. I'm pretty sure I asked, why don't we just use the snowblower, but it was either broken or my dad just didn't want to. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we had a snowblower, but I never saw it move or function as a blower of snow. It was simply a taker of space in the garage. Always with the shoveling. It wasn't generally too bad. It's pretty crappy on your back and your arms and your shoulders or whatever, but generally wasn't too bad. The worst parts were the the wet, heavy, solidified stuff that the the snowplows would pile up on on the sidewalks or the curbs of your driveway. That was the worst. That's that's the heavy, annoying stuff. Murder. Yoink. You actually look like you could use this too, Wolfie. So when you're done swimming, I'll feed you a treat. Um. So yeah, always I've always had to do the snow shovel. When I when I owned a place, the association took care of that on the driveways. But And they used like trucks to just in one fell swoop do the driveway. But when I when I lived at home. Yeah, had 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 to always shovel. And, and yeah, thinking back on it, that that is one of the annoyances of snow. Many There are many snow annoyances, but one of them is having to dig out your car if you're not lucky enough to be able to park in a garage. Uh, certainly after work, even. If it's been snowing all day, you just want to get home. You just want to beat the traffic home or whatever, but no, wait. You've got to scrape the windshield. You've got to dust off all the snow off the top and the windows and the sides and whatever of your car. And then there are many people who don't do that. They just like get themselves a little peephole out of their windshield and then when you're stuck behind them, they're just distributing a trail of snow like some sort of cosmic comet in the night sky. But of snow. <laughs> um, oh, that's what I was going to do. I was going to give you a treat. Bloink! Bloink! I got a blank for you right here. Blank. Bloink or murder? Blurder? BLURDER! <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, thank you very much for these questions. Even though I'm answering them about a year late. Here comes the travel questions. I told you there'd be a theme. Unknown asked What are your thoughts on long-distance travel? Many people go to very similar locations to their homes, i.e. England to the U.S. or Spain to Mexico. Oh, similar. Okay, I was thinking like geologically or geographically similar, but you're talking like culturally similar to their homes. What is the most unfamiliar place you have been or would like to see? Long distance travel. I'm okay with it. I don't... That, that honestly, is particularly one of probably the things that, I mean, aside from the astronomical costs, uh, from, from kind of long distance cross-continent travel is those culture and mostly language barriers. Language barriers are a serious uh, cause of anxiety for me. I've traveled to Mexico a few times and Dominican Republic a few times and then France to Paris. For that Minecon once and it's one thing to deal with strangers and to interact with strangers when you're traveling and already feeling out of sorts but it's a whole nother ballgame to feel like they know something you don't and what they do know is how to speak. (laughs) They know how to interact and speak and communicate with each other and you don't because you don't know their language and English is the only language that I know, uh, not for lack of trying, but unfortunately it is. So not only do I feel that kind of, I guess it's like a ignorance, I suppose, on my part for not knowing their language, but also guilt because I don't want to assume that they know English or just expect them to know English when I'm, I'm, I'm the one in in their homes, I suppose. I don't... I shouldn't... I, I, I have a very... I don't know what sort of complex that is, but it's a very like, I don't want to offend anybody or I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to be a bad guy. So that just really... that, that really... that really uh racks manoodle. noodle whenever it comes to things like that. So yeah, that's the thing that's kind of preventing me, um, I think. From, from exploring outwards a bit, I guess. There's a lot to still, I, I, I would like to explore that are within English-speaking countries, I suppose. But yeah, that's generally probably my biggest limitation, personally. What is the most unfamiliar place you would like to see? I don't know. The moon? <laughs> that's pretty unfamiliar. There's not even oxygen! You can't even speak different languages because you can't breathe! Um, yeah, I don't know. I've never really thought about that. Like I said, I'm not huge... And when I say like I said, I mean like I said many episodes ago. I'm not huge into travel for cities or the food or monuments or or, or, or things like that. I, I, I would rather travel for like the natural stuff, for the outdoorsy stuff, for the sights, for the, the views, the vistas. Excuse me, why can't I jump up here? Hello. <laughs> there was a ghost. So that generally oh. isn't a deciding factor for me. I guess. I don't know. Not a not a huge traveler in that regard, I guess. Another travel question? Oh, I already an- a- answered. I I can't even speak English. I'm very embarrassed in front of you all now. Uh, I, I another question that I actually just answered. Yoan asks, will you visit France? I did. I went to Minecon Paris, if you count that as France. I went into Paris for a little bit for a tour in the rain with the Mindcrack crew, but other than that Disneyland Paris Um, Have you already? Yes. If you come visit the castles, I work in one. Well, I didn't visit any of the castles. I didn't leave generally the Minecon Disneyland area. But perhaps, if I ever return, I shall check out the castles. Let's see here. Tariq? Tariq? Sure. Asked, What is the longest distance you've traveled before? Travel by airplane doesn't count. I, ah, more pumpkins! This, this pie journey has been blessed by the pumpkin patches Well, by airplane it will be that France trip But if airplane doesn't count then certainly the drive from Phoenix to Seattle was 1500-ish miles Look at all these pumpkins, so many pumpkins, how many pumpkins to a stack? Well, I guess 64 since we're gathering over 25 here Nice So yeah, certainly, and that's certainly farther. Prior to that, as a kid, we took family vacations, road trips, and the farthest one we took was from home, the Chicago land area, to South Dakota, like the uh, Mount Rushmore Badlands. I think were the furthest west that we went. I don't know which one's further, but yeah, I don't. I don't think that's 1,500 miles, certainly, but it felt a lot longer as a eight or nine year old kid or however old I was. Is it is it longer than the FLOB journey? I don't know. I'm not sure. I th- I don't think it is. We've already determined that the FLOB journey is already circumnavigated the moon once. But you'll have to translate what uh, 3,116 kilometers is, was the last official F3 number. Uh, I suppose when we get to Pi, it'll be 3,141,000 This looks like a deep, deep down Spawner, a big one too. Yeah, it's it's a monster Yeah, that's a spawner. All right, let... I guess let's just barrel right into it with Wolfie (laughs) You nincompoop. All right, let's sleep actually is what I was gonna do Wolfie (laughs) You stupid, stupid wolf and then we'll explore this in the morning. Hopefully things don't spawn overnight, I guess. We'll find out. Can I sleep yet? I think the sun has to touch. No touching! No touching! And sleep. And awakeness. Is this pie? Could this be at pie level? I guess I should check. Hey Wolfie, what kind of spawner is this? A spoiler spawner! Have a seat, I'm kind of worried about you. It's got... More cocoa beans, more wheat I guess I'll take. What about over here, what have we got? More wheat, string I don't need, and cocoa beans I don't well. need. But it's it's been a pleasure. Let's press F3. It was estimated. It was estimated that it would take me till the end of this episode. We still have a get, a day to walk. We still have a day to walk. But let's press F3 here to see where we're at. Three one four. Ooh! we've got a hundred and fifty nine. Oh no, we've got one thousand more blocks to walk. <laughs> uh, we better start making progress. Uh, we are still a little bit off. Went too far here, so we gotta mo- go go left a little bit more. Let's go, Wolfie. We've got we've got places to go, people to see, pies to eat. Pies to eat. Yeah, so we want we're close. 314, but we still got a thousand more blocks to go. Oh, that number's getting bigger. I-, I actually gotta go this way. Uh let's make a boat. I'm trying to I'm trying to look at all those mobs down there. What eating? Up up. I do appreciate you guys <laughs> indulging me on this nonsensical journey for pi. And now we're going for double pi on the x and the z coordinates. We need 31415. 31415 on the x coordinate. Which is going to be like right at this tree. Well, maybe right at that tree. <laughs> Estimation! I'm not very good at it. 314... This feels so wrong having F3 open. 31415. I passed it up. Let's get out of the boat. And Mulfi is 13. In dog years. Um, 31415. Alright, we are on the pi axes. On the x-coordinate. And now we just need to walk like s- a thousand. Yeah, yeah, a thousand more blocks in this direction. It will be good. I guess that might be a good estimation. Do we walk about a thousand blocks a day? That's good stuff. Good stuff indeed. Um, But yeah, it, I, we figured that out a while ago. I think after the fifth, fourth, fifth Flabathon, season six, or something like that. We did some, like, calculations about, like, how far is uh, 2,900 kilometers. Oh my gosh, I really can't speak English. (laughs) Kilometers. (laughs) Oh man, it's too warm in here. Um, And uh, it was like, oh, from Chicago to Austin, Texas, or something like that. So I've got to think that it's more than 1,500 miles. I don't know what the conversion on miles to kilometers is. It's not quite 2 to 1 or anything like that, but we're getting close. Over over 3,000 kilometers. Uh, let's see, did you visit France? Got that one already. Longest distance traveled. Thoughts on long distance travel? Fidical asks... How do you like your steak? I like my steak medium rare. I think that's a very safe thing to ask for at a restaurant. Some restaurants have gotten into the habit of like being specific, like oh, so that's a warm red center or warm, careful of a pink center. I don't, I don't like room temperature or cold meat because like a rare. Tends to be like a cool red center. And I don't like that. Um, which makes me believe I wouldn't like... Ooh, more pumpkins! Those might be a little bit difficult to get, so I might leave those be. But wouldn't that be amazing if that was the pie? The place for pie? Um, That would be pretty amazing. So yeah, mostly medium rare is is a safe bet. Normally I'll get a a sirloin steak, like an 8-ounce sirloin steak. It's, I know, not the most extravagant of cuts of beef. But it's pretty difficult to mess up and it's kind of the standard and it's actually kind of cheap. (laughs) It's affordable when you go to a restaurant. Um, Certainly you would adjust your... uh, your cookatood of the steakitude depending on the cut, like a I've had a good ribeye. I've been I've been converted to the ribeye. I've had a bad ribeye too, that's like too fatty and chewy and grizzliness. But the ribeye I know comes a little bit rarer. Rare almost. Ooh, we're in the clouds? We're in the clouds. So so yeah, but but yeah, mostly medium rare I'll I'll take my stake. I think that's a safe bet, like I said. Ooh, careful now. Careful now, Wolfie. Careful now, Wolfie. I know you're not gonna be, but careful, Wolfie. Nope. Oh god, that's the worst possible place. I knew it. <laughs> I just knew it. Woo! Look at this place! Look at this place we found. I kinda wanna. Uh in a little bit here I'll do it, but I kinda wanna. Just like randomly press F3 and see if I can get it on the nose. (laughs) I can't. I doubt I would ever be able to do that, but... This mountainous locale. Oh, nice! Nice place. Nice pie place. What is this? Is this a nice... hidey hole for us to live in? I don't think we're there yet, so I'm not gonna press it. We got a little bit of ways to go. Easy. All right. (laughs) This is pretty cool. So it's a face. It's a winky face. A pie face. No? Okay, no. Very nice waterfalls. Sorry, I'm like... I, I, I think that's all the questions. <laughs> no more questions. I think those are all the questions we'll answer right now. Uh, I'm just a little bit distracted by this pie business. <laughs> um, maybe out on this island? Careful, okay. Is this where it's gonna be? I don't want to go too far either. Woo! Alright! So much for those blessings. <laughs> we almost blessed ourselves. Straight to death! Yeah, I still feel like we've got a little bit more time we can go. Um, I also feel like pressing it, just to be sure. Let's get across this river and find ourselves a sweet spot to press it. Let's see if we can't... Get real close to 31415926539, etc., etc. And then that's where we'll make the hidey hole. That sounds alright with everybody. Those, those hills over there are just screaming my name. Hills, the hills are alive with pie. certainly not as magical as previous hills with the winky face but we'll have to do no pumpkins either that sun getting pretty low on the horizon isn't it i say i say we press it on these sh- on these shores right here that looks like it needs to be pressed f3 31415 whoa Three, one, four, one, five, nine, two. three, five. Oh, I waited too soon. I waited too soon. I pressed it too soon. Oh, that was so close. That was so close. Three, one, four, one, five. What has it gotta be? Nine, two. Oh, I just needed to go like 60 more blocks in this direction. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> that was that was, ooh, that's amazing down there too. That was close. Oh, could you have imagined? <laughs> Y'all would have been so amazed. I just pressed it and bam, was right on the right on the dot, right on the money, right right on right on the the nozzle. Oh dear, we're we're losing sunlight though really quickly. Um what does it got to be three, one, four, one five, oh five, 5 oh 5 we passed it up. Three one four one. Oh, and it's got to be this way too. Our, our our x coordinate. Oh, it's getting so dark. Oh, the boys are out. Three one four one five. Nine two. Oh, it's up here. Is it? Oh my! This is scary. This is very scary. 3-1-4-1-5-9-2. 3-1-4-1-5-5. I don't think I can get the nine two yeah you can't get the nine two hit it's it's right here we got it we got it we got it everybody ah quick make a make a make, make a thing to uh signify such things before oh god I dropped everything I'm very bad at this video game uh, quick 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 beep pop boop. beep got it 31415 on the X and then 3141592 on the Z. Here is our pie number. And is this could this possibly be a, a pre-made Heidi hole at the pie? Oh, I just accidentally made you sit. It is! It's a pre-made pie hole. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yes! This is all too perfect! Hey, no, 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 Wolfie, come back. Come back. Wolfie, come back. This is fantastical! There we go! Look at this! The game knew! The game knew we were going to be running late (laughs) and gave us a pre-made pie hole! (laughs) I am easily amused, my friends. Uh, Could I quickly secure the pie hole though? You gotta always secure your own pie hole. There we go. Nice! Check this place out, number 13. Oh, okay. Well, the block is out there. You all seen it. You all seen it. It's it's gonna be... I think it is actually pretty impossible to specify your... Hang, eh, you're kind of close. Your, uh, the, the, the after the decimal point, as you can see, they, like, move as the calculations try to decide where you are, you are on the block. How do you like this? How do you like this? A pre-made pie hole. A double pie hole! We found the double pie coordinate. That was a surprise. I thought I gave away my 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 grand scheme in the last episode to find pie. But you all didn't expect me to find double pie, did you? Double pie hole. So intense. So intense indeed. Oh man. I do appreciate you guys dealing with my Um What's the word I'm gonna look for here? Unorthodox <laughs> method of playing video games? and uh, somewhat not traditional goals in them, like finding a double pie hole (laughs) and then calling it a double pie hole. That deserves a, a, a double cookie. Crunch, crunch? Indeed. Indeed. Even though I didn't need that, I had full health anyway. Neat. So yeah, in the next episode, we got 37 pumpkins. I think we got to make something to signify the pie hole, <laughs> the pie, the double pie line. Um, not not some grand monument or anything. It was suggested that I simply make the pie symbol, like the the the, the mathematical symbol. Is that like a, the Latin symbol as well? I don't know. You know, the little it looks like an H, but the the central bar on the H shot up to the top. Maybe make that symbol with with pumpkins. That would be interesting. I would certainly get on board with that. So we'll do that uh, in the next episode because it's dark and dangerous outside. We must take refuge in our pie hole. And I appreciate uh, you watching this episode and appreciate uh, everything else watching my streams, watching uh, other videos. Hopefully, you're excited for the return of F1. I know I am, and uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, making making some pie. If not, actual food pie, the mathematical pie, in the next episode. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <sniffs> Pre-made pie hole. Oh.